What's for lunch? T-double-B-L-C. Stay in your seat. What's for lunch today? Brown bag, brown bag. The Brown Bag Lunch Group. Here we are, folks. Season 4, Episode 10. T-double-B-L-C. Coming at you. We're coming up on 50, Drew. I, I believe once we get to episode 12 of season 4, it'll be 48, and then two more. So season 5, episode 2 is the special one. The uh, What would you call that? The half a, cent, half a century mark. Yeah, you uh, could call it that. For the, for the podcast episodes. But with all that said, let's move on to this week. You know, we're on to Cincinnati. How are you doing this week? I'm doing pretty good. It's I gotta say it's pretty. Uh, certainly doesn't feel like a year's gone by. Just about. I know a couple weeks ago was our uh, one year anniversary, but boy, it does not feel at all like we've been doing this for over a year now. Because um, we've been we've cooped ha- up. We have. I mean, we've had our ups, we've had our downs. We've been weekly basis, biweekly. We've been jumping all around, but we've made it happen. We've made it work. We're here to stay. We ain't on any of that seasonal bullshit. We're here for our loyal customers. We grind, and that's all we're going to do. Week in and week out, we're not going to complain, and we're going to let our actions do the talking. Without further ado, hope everybody's doing well. Uh, Pretty, again, I'm going to say it every week, but an even more dynamic and diverse slate of national days. I mean, this is a next-level list that we're about to run through here. For Tuesday, April 27th, number one is potentially the GOAT of baseball. Babe Ruth Day is tomorrow. I don't know if it is his birthday, death day. Oh. I, I sh- Maybe we should know the significance of first it. First game I played, know. first or, yeah, run. something. There's a lot that it could be. Uh, with that said, if you are a fan of the game of baseball, tomorrow would be the day to celebrate one of the very best to ever play the game in Babe Ruth. Um, now going in a completely different direction. Tomorrow is also free feral cat spay day. So if you have a feral cat that you are looking to get spayed, uh, you what, don't. What want... does that mean? Spayed. Spayed is like when you chop off the the fur. Um, no, oh. the reproductive organs of oh. the pet. Neutered. Um, neutered spayed. It. I don't know what one is what, like male or female. Gotcha. I also don't know what a feral cat is, but what I do know that is sounds uh, scraggly. It does sound like you know when uh, a kind of rough around the edges, edgy like outdoor cat. Yeah, um, that cannot be contained indoors. Either way, um, we're just guesstimating here. But tomorrow would be the day to get it spayed for free. I got it. allegedly, according to this website that I, I am here citing. Um, How do you find that this... website? <laughs> That's a great question. Usually I, I do a couple of scrolls and I find the one that looks the, the best. Yeah. It says 2021 daily holidays that fall on April 27th. Uh, this one is a uh, tongue twister. It's uh, no clue what this is, but I'm just going to throw it out there. Man, Mantanza's Mule Day. I, do you have any idea what that no, is? No, I mean, it has something to do with a mule. Mantanza is probably a place. Potentially. Could uh, be a person. Of, Speaking of animals, tomorrow is also Marine Mammal Rescue Day. Unfortunately, a whale did wash up on the shore of, I believe, over by Anasquam Lanesville line last week. Pretty big whale. That was unfortunate. Yeah, hate to see that. Um, it saddens me a little bit every time you see one of those big suckers 
the big lugs kind of wash up on the beach. It's it's an unfortunate way to go. Not um, an easy hey, not an easy cleanup either. Not an easy cleanup, especially if it's a whale. Like a seal is one thing, but a, a freaking whale is a whole different ball game. Yeah, the, the not seals, sure how you go about that. The seals we used to just bag them up and and drag them up into the dunes and let the birds go at them. That seems a little bit it's nature. It's nature, uh, but I guess it is nature running its course. Any is there any type of protocol within the lifeguard ecosystem for a uh, d- disposing of a whale carcass, or are <laughs> no, we just talking seals here? I'm gonna be honest. I don't know if we have the manpower to to take over the whale and, and yeah. drag like, it up. Like quite into literally, the, dunes. the manpower, like the brute strength. Yeah, to, like, drag we'd have to call. Hey, we'd have to call in Winga Sheik. We'd have to call in Niles Beach. We'd have you to would. call in I, Lane's yeah. Cove. You'd have to get like the city of Glossop to send out one of those trucks and you'd have to like throw it up on the bed. It'd be a whole big thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Maybe that's something that we need to shed some light on to the city of Gloucester yeah. potentially. Who a knows? A possible whale scenario. Yeah. Um, for those who actually can't see whales or can't see much of anything, tomorrow's also a National Morse Code Day. Very thankful uh, for those folks. And did you also know, here's a fun fact. There's over 6 million people in the world who are blind. Now, I'm thinking here. Uh, I did see that fun fact. Morse code is that... Wait, Morse code strictly... is not what I'm thinking about. No, Morse code is the is the tap-tapping for, like, the military. Like, oh, I'm thinking of Braille. Like, yeah, a, you're thinking of Braille. Lunatic. I was me. really running it through my brain. I'm like, is do they do Morse code as well? Because no. that's impressive. No, that's completely different. That was just a dumb moment, but we caught it on camera, so that's kind of funny. But Morse code is like the tap tap for like yeah. the tap, military tap stuff, kinda, yeah. which you would know more about. Any thoughts or on that initially? On the Morse code? <laughs> yes. No, you I mean, know about it. You must. I do. Is I, it secretive? Um, no, I don't think so. I mean that that was like a big thing in the Cold War, Cold War days of like trying to communicate with each other and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. but yeah well it's like the you have it. it's kind of i feel like it's kind of outdated it's like the the telegram in a way mm-hmm. you know yeah, the typewriter okay. it's it's lifespan is sort of dwindling dwindling is a great word to use um in other news i know we had talked about sweet treats and desserts lately tomorrow's national devil dog cakes day i don't know if you remember i used to be a devil dog fiend and like O'Malley. um they're the ones that are like I don't know if you remember what a devil dog is. It's I like do. the you know exactly what it is. It's almost I, I like a chocolate it's... Twinkie is uh, yes, what I would say. Except it it's as... not enclosed, it's like a burger. Yeah. It's not it's not at all like a burger. It's just like the more like a hot dog in the middle, but, but like, it's not enclosed. Like yes. Three hot dogs yeah. around it, the cream. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. So I my dad used to put him in the fridge and then he'd put it in my uh snack bag at O'Malley and I used to mow. Um, huge fan of, of those. I believe that's a Drake's product. Um, yeah, it is. It's the little, the blue and orange packaging, I believe, Drake's. So shout out to them. I don't even know if they still are in business or what, but Devil Dogs, you sh- I don't even know if they still make them. Maybe I'll buy them this week, but they were the real deal for a while. Um, and lastly, Wow, National... this is quite the slate I know. today. I mean, there's a bunch. I'm going to skip a bunch here, but I got to go with this one. National Prime Rib Day is the last one I'll finish on. I love prime rib. I love meat, steak, anything like that. So tomorrow would be the day if you're if you're splurging and you're wondering what to get at dinner. 
go get yourself a nice prime rib somewhere. Yeah. A nice sit-down restaurant, a nice glass yep. of Merlot or something. Support local business and grab yourself you a nice little prime, like a $30 prime rib. A nice thicky, exactly. So that's the slate this week. Um, yeah, that's all I got for you this week, Kurt. All right, well, we'll move right into the, the hates and the loves. We'll start it off with love. Would you like to go first? Sure, yeah. This is crazy how it's all leading into each other. I'm thinking in my head, I, I'm going to go with homemade chocolate cake. I had dinner at the old East Gloucester headquarters. Of, what was it? Was it last night? Must have been. Sunday night, yeah. My dad made pasta meatballs, and then he found this recipe online and made this homemade chocolate cake from scratch. Yep. And I, I, I took home probably four normal human being like servings of the cake to Essex. And after I just ate dinner, I caught, I, I looked and I only have one piece left already. And I said, I think I have to go back tomorrow and grab more because <laughs> I am not at a place where I feel like I can just not eat it again for a little bit. Like I know there's some at the house. So I just have, to, you know, it just, it's taunting me. It's teasing me. It's a 15 minute drive away. So it's it sort of <laughs> this seems it, targeted this seems very I swear targeted to god, i swear to god it's not i had this at the top of my head for a while it it's it was money it was moist it was rich it was decadent so i gotta go with homemade chocolate cake love of the week well to piggyback off you there uh the m&m cookie sandwich which i brought up last week if you, you saw did. if you saw the twitter account you saw that there's been dark times uh, of eating multiple cookie sandwiches in a very short time period, like say five to ten minutes, uh, we had three. <laughs> we had three last night, and I would say a period of fifteen minutes. Uh, I had a little. There was a little break of like, do you get really, some water. Do you really need another one? And you said yeah. More of do you really need another one? And it, the answer was always yes. Yeah, I, I think I'm at that point too, where like. Life is too short. If you even have the the tiniest inkling of like interest in that third one, who cares? Just do it, right? Like, at the end of the day, who's gonna judge you? Nobody. At the end Take of the day, down. I think I look at it as I'm gonna eat those either throughout the week or I'm gonna eat them in a day. And yeah, what, I mean, really, what's it doesn't the difference? matter. <laughs> they could go in three hours, three days, three weeks, right? They're all gonna have. They're all absolutely gonna get consumed regardless. I like that point. Yeah, so point. I think it's actually more efficient because then you can shed it quickly, right? <laughs> no, that's a spin zone right there. Yeah, that get it all in, zone. pack it all in as soon as possible. Yes. To then just spin it back and turn it around and get it out of your system. Yeah, you got to keep back. the body guessing. They say with workouts, I think it's the same that goes yeah. with diet. You know, you got to. It's fair. it's it's bad, and then all of a sudden it's great. The the so the quicker turnaround you think is beneficial. Get it all in, get it all out. I think we can possible. push that narrative. Yeah. Okay. And does any part of you say like right now, are you, are you sitting there thinking, damn, I could really go for one of those tonight. Like I wish I saved it. Or are you a hundred percent on board with just strap on the old feed bag on a Sunday night, take down three and 10 minutes and then go work your ass off at the gym and sweat it out and not, not have any regrets like the next day. Yeah, definitely the latter there. I, now that they're all gone, I'm just, you know, like there's not even a thought to get one because I have to go to the store. So this seems like it's like you almost have a sense of relief. Like this almost seems like some sort of toxic addiction where you're almost relieved that the option isn't even available to you. 
Yeah, it's definitely like if that were like crystal meth and I was a crystal meth addict, <laughs> it would be it would be a problem. Like Yeah, I mean that's that's not even a, not even debatable, like 100%. That's an addiction, yeah. So, but then again, but hey, again, like the silver lining is it's gone. It's I'm not cutting it off. In its ice cream. And there are, there are worse things to be addicted to. So yes. We'll, we'll cut you some slack. I'll go on to my love of the week here. It's uh, I've been getting it every day in the car. I've been leaving kind of the same time at work. And okay. it comes around, I think, 3.30-ish on 98.7 down here in the panhandle of Florida out of Pensacola. I don't quite know the radio station's name, but it's country. Uh, okay. But they do a little... <laughs> segment which is called cabbage the cash cow and so people get you know selected it's like radio contest and then what they're doing the entire time is like continuously rolling the dice on cabbage the cash cow they're milking the cow to get money and like the cows mooing through the radio when they're like yeah let's let's milk her a little more (laughs) and there's coins dropping out if like and that'll say like a monetary value it's like ranges from like ten dollars to i've heard like two hundred dollars on one of the one of the polls and the people are always so weird about it they're like yeah give her a good old rub like let's give her a hug and tugging yeah and and they're like let's let's keep going and I keep seeing people getting a little greedy once they get up to like that two hundred, two fifty dollar mark because yeah. what happens is if you milk cabbage the cash cow again and a, <laughs> like this like groaning sound comes out from the cow oh, God, and that yeah. means the cabbage the cash cow has kicked the bucket over and you get no money. Oh shit. So you're trying so to you fill gotta, the bucket. So you got to decide do you take the money and run or you take your chances and hope he doesn't kick the bucket. Yeah, and th- at the end of this if you do end up like holding your money and winning, uh they yeah. they go through the whole process to see how much you would have won and then when they kick uh, the bucket. Oh, that's a that's a kick in the deck right there. And then if at you, the end you, <laughs> this yeah. is the best spot. They make the people give a celebratory moo. <laughs> you're so, lying so the through the radio there's been some just great ones through the radio that i've heard from random people in the panhandle of florida given the cabbage the cash cow moo so that's my I love wish, of the week i wish there was a way we could get those people on here or at least get a couple sound bites of the moos because that is that's incredible i i, I can probably a way pull. To access that radio yeah station. we might have to pull some moos and we might have to plug it in here that's a fantastic idea. I'm going to do some YouTube research after this and look for this because that's uh, fantastic. Let's uh, slide on over to the hate of the week here. Yeah, I got a pretty good one, which I'm sure you may be able to relate with, as will a lot of folks. It's when you're at the gym doing your own thing, headphones in, like minding your own beeswax, right? And someone sort of invades like your area where you are. Yep. Um, it may not be the exact like machine or mat or weights that you're using, but it's in that area where like you feel just uncomfortable enough to sort of like, you know, no longer be there. Um, today there was a guy who just like charges on in right where all the weights are like all of like the free weights, um, and in a bunch of like the benches. So like pretty, there's a pretty vast amount of like things that you could do that he just wiped out because he's just in the middle of it with like his mask half on and he was like a big dude. So, and I didn't want to 
it was just one of those tough situations. You're painting a picture. This guy's taking up like half the room. No, I wouldn't say half the room, but if it's it certainly felt like that. I'll just say that. Um, in a pandemic, no less, too. Like you, I just, I'm not, you know, a crazy person. I'm not like overly cautious, like you know, crazy, like a germaphobe. But at the same time, I'm not going to be right next to somebody who's like breathing and grunting with half a mask on. Like just, just not going to do it. So, you do have the vaccine, correct? I do. I'm going to be completely vaccinated on May first. Okay, um, so you're still in the. In but I'm still sort of in that week. mindset where it's yeah. not like, you know, I still am naturally just sort of not wanting to be <clears throat> that that close to somebody. So that's yeah. my hate of the week. What's the policy not the on the masks in the gym? I assume it's a, a masked gym. Yeah. Ba- so there's signs everywhere that you basically have to have it on at all times. But if I'm in like the there's a treadmill room where there's treadmills lined up with like bikes and stuff. Yep. If I'm in that room and nobody's in there or I'm like with Leah and nobody's in there. I'll put it like down to my chin just so I can like breathe better. Okay. Um, but for the most part, if there's even someone in the same room as you, you got to have your mask on. So I'm usually always keeping mine on just to be safe. Okay. Interesting. Little, yeah. th- there's slight yeah. fraudulence in there. Uh, I see what you're trying to do, but I would, I would disagree, but <laughs> hey. Tomato, tomato. Uh, yeah, exactly. For my hate of the week, it's going to be, And this will roll a little into the sports segment, possibly, so I won't try to dive too deep. But the tennis coverage, ATP tennis, um, it's just absolutely god-awful. I can't find it anywhere on TV. It's never on TV for anything other than a Grand Slam, which only happens four times a year, right? And then Mm -hmm. even when that happens, it's really only the guys, the big guys, Djokovic, Nadal, Federer, uh, and then... You know, now you got the young guys, Verov, Sissipas, and Medvedev, and all those guys coming up. So they're the only ones you see on TV. And I was actually interested to watch a little of the Barcelona Open. Did it happen to be Nadal and Sissipas in the final? Of course. Was it for Rafa's 12th uh, Barcelona Open title? Uh, the Going way back to 2005 when he won it at 18 years old? Yes. But it was like slated to be one of the biggest matches of the year because Sissipas hadn't lost a set on clay up until facing Nadal, and Nadal ended up winning the match. But I couldn't find it online either. There were like no streams. They were all behind, you know, firewalls, paywalls, and whatnot. And it's just like if you're that seems like a sport that they miss their prime when it comes mm-hmm. to televising like everything about it like get the tennis channel not on normal cable subscriptions why not like put that out there wouldn't wouldn't you think that would help the game rather than being like no you have to if you want to watch the tennis this is an add-on yeah you have to pay five extra dollars a month everybody's like absolutely not no i'm not gonna buy it but if it was free i'd have it on for those random tournaments like during the year where it's just like oh these two guys are playing i'll definitely watch that and their ratings yep. would go way up. So my hate mm-hmm. of the week is the ATP Tour. What a just god-awful, atrocious job you're doing at marketing yourselves. And there's nobody to blame but you. I I'm not, I can't completely agree or understand because I'm not the biggest tennis fan or not as big of a tennis fan as you are. But I understand where you're coming from. Obviously, that's only hurting yourself if you're limiting just viewability and it's it, it becomes like a stupid add-on like that. And again, to your point, 
especially with all the cord cutters, not a lot of people are going to want to pay an extra five to whatever it is. And it's not like it's ESPN plus or anything like a big provider. It's just a separate thing. Exactly. The other thing I don't understand too is how did they not like catch on to this for the past 20 years? They've had the three best tennis players of all time and they just let it slip. It seems couldn't capitalize. Like what happens when those guys end up getting too old and they retire? I understand there's going to be a new crop that comes through, but you might not have, one of those three for the next like 20 years and that's how the sports die yeah no that's the best way to look at it and uh i mean you can also look at that sort of thing with like i it's not really comparable but i think with like the nhl even they do a really poor job of marketing like to their you know the top tier players in the game it's a similar situation where you know with the nfl in the nba you see lebron james and you see odell beckham and all these guys everywhere on every channel online advertising you don't see the same thing um in the nhl but again even more in tennis like just yeah. the, like you said just you letting the boats sort of pass them by espn highlights either from like normal tournaments like that and it's it's probably top 10 in tournaments in the year for that tour and it's you know not i would guess it was never on tv no, I mean, the only time I'm ever seeing tennis highlights as someone who doesn't watch tennis is every, you know, probably every two to four weeks when a top 10 play comes out and they recycle it on like on ESPN like that. Yeah. Like you're never I've never seen regular consistent coverage, which is yep. crazy because the match I watched the highlights after and the highlights alone, you'd be like, there's a ton of top 10 plays in that that you could pick out and people would definitely want to watch and they're doing three setters for the atp tour tournaments so it's not like it's the five hour five setter at wimbledon final that people have to sit down their whole morning and you know set up around it it's like sometimes it's an hour and a half you know that's that's quicker than a baseball game that's quicker than a lot of games i'd say that's quicker than an nba game that's quicker than an nhl game those are going two three hours yep so yeah. I don't know. I if think I need help. to get a job up at the ATP and start pushing this product. You do. You got to get in there in their business development department or something and start getting some things done. No doubt about it. Yeah. All right. Let's get some stock talk in here. That's <laughs> what's there to that's... say other than old Mo. I mean, not much. Hell of a day. Big, big, big day. Um, especially when it's on a Monday. I know we, we talk about it every week, but to start the way we did today on a Monday after seemingly just a roller coaster of the last few weeks is uh is certainly promising. Again, I'm not gonna get too big for my britches and too ahead of myself here because we know what could potentially come tomorrow when I open it at nine thirty and it's all red. So I'm not gonna get ahead of myself, but for now we're we're sitting we're sitting in a fairly good spot and we're up and we're feeling good about ourselves. Absolutely. I think we got to mention some of the big performers. You you sent it we today. Do. Square doing its thing. There it is. What's the what's the lady's the name that you, you said is the part of that GIF? That's yeah, one of the all-time GIFs Ling, for Square. Ling Zhu, yeah. She's doing the Square. She I think she's a backup dancer it looks like. That's what it looks like research. like in a game show or something. Yeah, it, it something seems. like that. But mad respect to her. She's the one she's the go-to gal for when Square's pumping, and they were pumping today, all right. Yep. Uh, 
Tesla down a bit in after hours. They they took a, a big hit. They were up about 1.2% today, and then after hours they're down 2.4. So they lost it all and then lost some more. I think that was based on them selling some Bitcoin as a company, uh, which Prez has been going at Elon Musk for on Twitter. As a Tesla shareholder, I don't like to see that. I don't like you to don't. see that one bit. And then MJ, little comeback here for the ETF, the cannabis ETF, uh, back up to 2150. I know it's been a little rocky, and we, we got up to crazy heights at $33 at one point, and then came tumbling back down really quickly. But, you know, since, since buying it, we're up 22%. So as an ETF, you can't complain about that. And then I don't think you can. The two that I'm keenly paying attention to is yep. Neo and Lemonade because I was heavily invested in both and both were off the charts when we bought it back in, you know, November, October-ish. Then they absolutely fell off a cliff in February and we were we were hurting. We were hurting in the Rob we certain. were hurting in the Robin Hood account and we're still hurting a little but they have put together and strung together a couple of good balls. You know, they're they're out it's... there, they're out there making pars. They're not they're not double bogeying anymore. They're just stringing together a few pars. There's a birdie mixed in there, and today there was for sure. They got With a little Neo. they got a little momentum. They do. I think. Again, I'm not going to get ahead of myself. I'm not going to you know throw the old Jonah on us, but things look good. Um, I think it's all about perspective again. Like, unfortunately I'm, I'm remembering we were close to like 70 bucks when they were like 65, 70, absolutely ripping. And, you know, over the past month and a half, almost it's been a struggle to get above 40. So today is a, when you look at it that way, it's a pretty big success for the way that they were thumping over the last month and a half. Yeah. That's really all I got for stonks. We just continue the old mode train we hope it continues to get back up to the heights we once were. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Let's dive into a uh, little bit of the sports segment here. I know I already talked Nadal, his 12th Barcelona Open title. A real gritty performance against Sissipas, uh, who's going to be a challenger to him at the French Open in a couple of weeks. Rafa is at minus 112 to win the French Open, which he's won 13 times. Uh, so... That seems like pretty good odds to me. I don't know, you know, I can't think of any time in the recent history that he was that kind of even money going into the tournament. Maybe back when he was injured a, a few years ago. But he, he just, the king of clay, you, you even money the for king the king of, of clay. clay, that's tough not to take. No brainer. No brainer, for sure. What do you got on your sports side? I don't have a ton. I think, again, similar to last week, Bruins and Celtics sort of trying to wrap up the regular season. Playoffs Celtics are coming up. Celtics got their teeth kicked in uh, the other day by the Charlotte Hornets, I believe. Yeah, and that wasn't great. That was Sunday. That was yesterday, actually. And the Bruins also proceeded to lose a one nothing, just a complete stinker of an offensive uh, performance or effort at all by them, uh, when every point matters, especially, um, given that they're in fourth place with the Rangers at their heels. So Celtics and Bruins, we're just going to keep pushing and keep hoping, you know, things stay interesting, stay competitive, and we can have a couple playoff series. 
Can't ask for much else in a year like this. Biggest story of the week, I think, has to be the NFL draft on Thursday. Thursday through Saturday, I want to say. The news is already coming out. The Patriots are going to trade down. The Patriots are going to trade up. The Patriots are going to draft this guy, that guy. They're going to trade for Jimmy G. It's Monday. It's 9 p.m. And you're getting every possible avenue of news down your throat already. So um, my advice would be let it play out. I have absolutely no idea what's going to happen. But I think it's going to make for a great night of television on Thursday for the opening uh, first round of the draft. Yeah, that couldn't get me less hyped is the NFL draft. I, I think I hate all drafts. I don't enjoy watching any of the drafts. It just doesn't intrigue me in any way. It's too slow. There, I don't know how, I don't know any of the players, to be honest, because mm-hmm. I don't follow many college sports. Yeah. So I just I can't get hyped about it. And I know the Patriots will inevitably let everybody down and draft a, you know, or safety. They'll trade Rutgers. out of the first round, yeah, and then – Trade and then in the second round they draft stage markers. Yeah, yeah. Similar thing happened last year with uh, was it Duggar there? Who me and my dad were pissed because again they did the same thing where they traded out and then drafted yep. a safety where they had the most depth. So it'll be an interesting Thursday for the folks who are intrigued by that stuff. And uh, let's hope the Patriots make a couple splashes. We'll see. Yep. And then coming up also in the future. French Open, May 23rd. That's the start date of that. It got delayed a little. It was supposed to be mid-May. PGA Championship, second major of the year. Kiowa Island, South Carolina, May 20th through 23rd. So we'll be sure to check in with our picks the week prior on that one. Uh, yep. And that's about it. As far as golf news this week, the the two Australians won the team event that happened down in Louisiana, New Orleans. And New Orleans. If you saw Cam Smith's mullet it's trending on social media, that is why. Him and Mark Leishman were the winners. Uh, they came out to the mullet song. This was the one and only week they do walk-up songs going to the first tee, which I think we should utilize in a lot more events, including the Ryder Cup, because it was electric. I gained a lot of respect for Justin Rose, who... I have said for years now he's one the bane of my existence. I root against him every time he's at the top of the leaderboard, mainly due to him beating Mickelson in the 2013 U.S. Open, which was Mickelson's last reasonable chance to win the U.S. Open. But he came out to the guitar solo from, I think it's Chain Gang, Fleetwood Mac, or it's just Chained? The Chain Gang, I think. And it's just an a, incredible guitar solo. And they timed it like perfectly through the walkout. So hat hat tip, a little <laughs> a little point of the tip cap. Tip of the old cap. Yeah, tip, tip of the old cap to Justin Rose this week. I gained a little newfound respect. I may not be, you know, I may not have my, what do they call those dolls that you, you, you know, you're poking oh, you're needles poking into. Oh, you're poking stab. Um, shit. Can't think of it. I'll think, think of it later. It. But I know what you're talking about. One of those dolls, yeah. I'll put it back in the draw. I won't do it next tournament for him. Spare him for the tournament, yeah. And that leads me to my next point. If you're walking up on the first tee of the club champ and there's walk-up songs, what is yours? Top of head wow. right now, boom. You have to choose one. Wow. That is a really tough one because you have to pick such a good segment of a song. 
Yeah, I mean, you know it's what? I'm not coming even just the to? song. Again, to your point, it's got to be a, a specific. I'm not little... coming out to anything you're thinking of, which is the best part. I'm coming out to that that TikTok from Karsten Belt, the saxophone of the Oh my God, Fast and the Furious <laughs> song. Drew, that that just slaps. I mean, you can't beat that. And it's so. Sh- People... I'm thinking it's so short too that it's perfect. <sighs> I mean, that is. I think it, it's almost a troll move. Like, people would be like, what is this? Like, it would almost be like you'd be getting in people's heads with it. Yeah. If you just rip some saxophone. That would, right I mean, it'd give me feeling good off the first tee, that is for sure. You'd be feeling, you'd be have all I'd the be vibes. Loose. You'd be, feel loose as hell, ready to go. I, I like that. I like that. I like the vibe of that. Now, yeah. there's a, there's a, there's an alternate, but I want to hear what yours would be as a, as a caddy or a player. I, so... Initially, I think of like um, I don't know why I automatically go to like something like the the very beginning of is it Hell, Hell's Bells when it just the bells oh, ringing yeah. and you and, and the, like the little really, guitar in the background yeah yeah like this really like soft guitar sort of That's leans up good. to it as you're walking up like setting your bag up sort of getting ready yeah um, that's what I envision for me but again I think like I. I think you don't. I'm almost thinking that I'm going the wrong, wrong way here because I don't think you want to be too. You don't want it's to be not too, like you're, like you're, you're already amped. Yeah, you're already amped. Like you don't want to be too fired up and like blow the place, blow the roof off, <laughs> and like hit the ball into the water at like across the back shore. Yeah, out of bounds. You don't want to do that. You don't want. So I don't know. I think you got to find a happy medium. Is what I'm trying to say. Okay. What's I, the? I want to know the alternative i think i thought of my alternative and well i now i got a couple because i just thought of another one but i think (laughs) secondary which is a really good secondary would be just good old fashioned scottish bagpipes like you know the classic (laughs) one that you could get if you could do you know anybody like there's got to be people in. oh we could hire somebody the horribles parade they hire they have people who do the bagpipes let's try to get them and they'll just walk behind you. Hey, or like well, from the range, from the range down to the yeah. first tee. <laughs> yes. So it's like, like we're walking out of the tunnel at a UFC event. Yeah. And I'll just like wave <laughs> the flag when they announce your name to give them the signal. Yeah. And they'll just start ripping the backpipes. Oh, man. And then the I other. I think that's the best bet. The other one being like if you could get a little zombie uh, from the cranberries in there somehow. Now, I. I envision it sort of being the first part with the girl who's kind of talk singing or would you just go right into zombies, zombies. Like, would you go into that part or would you do the first part, the lead up when the girl's sort of like singing, talking, you know, yeah, you know what I'm talking with about. With the tanks and the yes. guns. Would you do that guns. part as like the build up of you teeing off or and would you just. Hit. Yeah, I do I that one right at that start of in their tanks and their guns, like. In your head, yeah, that's the that's the and portion that's I want. When you just boom and you tee off, and then that's a great way to kick off the tournament. I like that yeah. too. I'd like to hear some submittals, and we'll we'll have to push this out on the Instagram page because we yeah. got a, a lot of followers who are participating in this, and who knows, we may get it going. But I think that's a great. I want to see what theirs are gonna be. Yeah, we'll push it out. We'll see what the people have to say. I like it. That'll wrap up our sports segment. Let's uh, kick it off over to you for some frauds of the week because I got a good one this week. I have a good one too. 
this one is so obvious and so beaten like a dead horse by so many people, but I can't leave it unsaid for another week. I don't even I might have brought it up last week. I don't even know, but it's it's been on my mind after I believe last weekend. And I'm gonna be honest with you, I completely forget what I said last week, as I do every week. But my fraud of the week is Jake Paul. Okay. Jake Paul is he's getting on my nerves, Kurt, because he he thinks he's hot shit, right? <laughs> and he, he thinks he's like he can go out and fight like Floyd Mayweather or something. He's fought, I believe, like a video game guy. And then he fought Nate Robinson, who's a 40-year-old, four-foot-tall ex-NBA player. And then he fought a a 45-year-old UFC fighter who literally looked like a bag of milk. Yeah, I was going to say, you want to talk about bag of milk? That that was the definition of a bag of milk right there. He didn't look like, he didn't, hey, he didn't train a single day for that fight. He did not, which I almost respect. He's like, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna take my licks and I'm gonna get my, get my pay and yeah. I'm gonna get out. And that's what he did. So I almost respect it because he, he's not my fraud of the week. He took his licks and he got out and he got his money. It's Jake Paul for thinking that he is a legitimate boxer, and until he fights somebody who is a legitimate professional boxer who is licensed and trains as a boxer, I will not give him an ounce of respect. That's that's the whole shtick, though, Drew. You, as KFC would say, you're falling into it because you're asking him to do exactly what he's wanted you to, to think do. the whole time that he is a real like. Because then, if now if he goes out and fights the real boxer, you're like, oh well, his... now he's the real a real boxer type of deal. Like that's his mindset, and that's what he's no, been trying to get I, to the whole time. I guess you could go that angle, but my angle is I feel, I solemnly believe he'd get his teeth knocked down his throat. If he actually fought that's, a real boxer, that's how he keeps stringing you along, though. I, I don't understand. That's why people keep buying it. I he's so it. hateable. I, he's so he's hateable, so hateable that and people secondly, keep buying it to see him lose, and he keeps winning because he's not fighting actual people. It's not even the boxing thing. It's this remark that I I fell out of my chair when he said this. When he said he's seriously considering, jo- like trying out for the NFL as a free safety, I almost fell out of my chair because. <laughs> Picturing this guy, first off, try to cover anybody in the NFL or in college or in high school. I don't even think he could cover Matt or Mark Smith or Harry Marshall or anyone. That's how unathletic I think this kid is. Second, picture this guy trying to tackle a guy like Derrick Henry or even my boy, Sony Michel. Not going to happen. I think... Again, I know you're saying he wants me to do this. He wants me to challenge him. He wants me to say, oh, go fight a real boxer. But I would love to see it because if you're the real deal and you beat the hell out of a real boxer, I'll say, okay, you're you're still a D-bag, but you might actually have a little something yeah. here. He has signed so, up for this like exhibition with Mayweather, right? Is that what this is? No, that's his next? brother. That's Logan oh. Paul. Oh, yeah. Logan Paul, confused. I feel like he'll just get his absolute – his ask it because he got he already got beat up by somebody else so. and how how is he doing that with mayweather like how the heck did they hook that up it's just a money grab Dude, it's all a money grab a, that's why people don't take percent. boxing seriously is because like he's Jake paul's making three million dollars for a minute yes it's fucking ridiculous Excuse it's my crazy language. it's ridiculous it's yeah it's i would do that like would you do that i do that if if you if someone said okay you can replace ben Askren, you can go in there and make 
you know, over $2 million for literally 30 seconds, you're going to get your head knocked off, but you'll be fine afterwards. Would you do it? Absolutely. I'm 100% doing it. Yeah. 100%. If you're, yeah, if you're guaranteeing a good, clean bill of health afterwards, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's not even a question. So I don't blame them. Like, I'm not blaming the guy. I'm just blaming the sport in general for what it's become. It's sad because I really would like to see Jake Paul get hit, get put in his place. Oh, and I'll this... leave it at that. Okay. And that, that brings me to the PGA Tour is now putting out a little bonus of it's, you know, a purse of $40 million for like the top people on golf social media. So if you're number one on like Twitter for, you know, influence or bringing in viewers and blah, 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 then you get, say, $5 million extra at the end of the year. I don't know the actual breakdown. That's insane. It's not I just, heard about it's that. not just based insane. off only Twitter, or only Instagram. It's like kind of a majority of like, I don't know how they like do it. To- like your total share of voice of all social media. Like, like obviously combined. Tiger, if he was still playing would have the number one slot in that. Right. So yeah, he'd get yeah. the bonus and then it would be, you know, JT, Spieth, Mickelson. You can't count out Phil with those pre pre-match videos of him with his uh, all black on getting out of the car. Yeah. And he does the little, he does a little 30 second, 45 people second People tune blurb. in for that. Yeah. The people love that stuff. Yeah. So that's, that's what... crazy though. I've never heard of that. And, until and now. it seems like a money grab. It's just like you guys, a thousand percent, you guys already don't make enough money. Like all those guys who are going to get this ridiculous payout for the top 40 or whatever it is already make, you know, over, probably over five million dollars a year on tour and like yeah the the top 10 are making you know probably eight to ten million and then top five even more than that and then you add sponsorships on top of that which guys have 30 million dollar contracts per year or 10 million dollar contracts per year i think was like rory's latest one that he got and it's just it seems like a a big old money grab and I just don't it seems to take the competitiveness out of it mm-hmm. somewhat because they're all just like happy willy nilly we're making a ton of cash and nobody yeah. cares type of deal now, now I'm actually really interested in like hearing more about this is there I'm trying to think so is there a certain qualifier like I'm just trying to think logistics of it because like you have a guy like like Max Homa is a great example <laughs> yep I see him on Twitter all the time and he was on Instagram all the time. Um, but I wouldn't consider him like it. I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but is he like at that? Is he's not in that elite tier. Are you tuning in for Max Homa? Um, I would say the average golf fan is not. I would say the more in tune golf fan is because they know him from Twitter and then from, you know, the couple tournaments he's played in this year, he's won a tournament. He won Riviera this year. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but he's not the top tier. Like you're thinking JT Rory of like the old upper days. Echelon, yeah. Um, like the guys you're talking about who, you know, Morikawa. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm even just thinking, yeah, top of the OWGR for, but he's, I mean, he's 41st in the world. So it's not like he's that far off from that, yeah. but, like you're saying, how does that mix with him probably being the number one person on golf Twitter? Exactly. If he's like pushing out shit all day long on Twitter and Instagram, 
I'm wondering what the like what's the recipe for success. It, it'll be interesting to see if. So is that a real thing that's happening, or is that just like? Yeah, talk? they they announced it, and it's happening for this next year or whatever they're doing. Hmm. It, it almost it almost feels like we're going full circle. We were we were shitting on uh, tennis a little bit ago in the NHL about not really leveraging stars. Yeah. This this may give some guys a little bit of um, incentive to to be a little bit more, I don't know the word I'm looking for, an extrovert on social media and stuff and try to, you know, elevate those. Yeah, I guess it's better than the opposite. Those types of guys. You know, kind of just not showing anything on TV. Just not giving a shit and just suppressing all of these different personalities. So we'll see. Yeah. My fraud of the week to move on, big name here, Elon Musk. Big big old fraud. First time for you, Elon. Uh, even, even though I am a Tesla shareholder, but he was, you know, shown on Twitter. I saw this week stealing memes and then deleting it after the originators of the meme asked for credit slash money, (laughs) which I think is pretty funny. That's very fraudulent. You can't delete it after just be like, I liked it. But also the fraudulent part of it, you got to quote tweet, quote tweet, give the, the person who created it some credit. He tried Especially to use it. Elon Musk, hey, he tried to following? use it as his own, and it was That's... only a couple hours afterwards. And the guy took the screenshot of his tweet and oh, then man. put it up on Exposed. next to Elon's. Exposed. Complete exposure, complete fraud. Ends up deleting it. Sometimes you gotta that. take your licks, Elon, and you just gotta embrace the fraudulence. It's crazy to me that a guy like I love. That's the thing that I love about Twitter. Twitter is so toxic, but. A guy like you or I can expose a guy like that. How how sweet is that? That is freaking Nothing awesome. Better. You could never do that in like, you know, five to ten years ago. The fact that he can be put in a place like that in a matter of 20 minutes where he feels like he's got to start deleting shit and, oh, that's incredible. I love it. And he totally warranted fraudulence right there. Yes. Well, that'll wrap up the frauds of the week. Let's move on to Drew's dad joke. Let's give it a good one here. Last week was I, not my favorite. <laughs> I don't, see, again, I don't even remember last week, but I got to go in for you. This is a seasonal joke, so I think it'll play right into where we are. Is it guessable? Um, Yes. I think you have a shot. Okay. But we'll see. Um, brought to you by Gloucester Gear, as always. It's getting warmer out, folks. Go check out GloucesterGear.com and get all your spring and I summer don't, I don't know if we should br- bring it to you from Gloucester Gear anymore. We're not getting any incentive out of, we out haven't, of this deal. But we are gonna. We can unrelentingly push you know what I'm, until we get marked. No, or, are we no. go, or are we going on strike? I say we go on strike and we say this one's brought to you by Outback Steakhouse. We're loyal. <laughs> okay, I kind of like that because I... So before we do the joke, I think we have to bring this up because we talked about sports. We talked about like social media and sponsorship, et cetera. Yes. The idea that you came up with today was – or was it yesterday? was freaking genius. Right. Reverse sponsorship yeah. is an all-time – I just thought like idea. being a brand like sponsor and kind ambassador. of – Yes, a brand ambassador. Because you bring the brands to you and hopefully like it sort of is a spin zone where they're like, hey, you know – the yeah. caddy there has the Outback Steakhouse logo yes. stitched on his chest. Like, maybe we should toss him a free blooming Onion. <laughs> yeah. How, how incredible like, would that be? We get a free Outback meal? That's what me? I'm thinking here. 
that would be amazing. So it was Outback and what were the other two? There are no free ads, but I know there was two more that you had yeah. mentioned. Yeah, and and I was even thinking for Outback, I could get one of those those black Outback Steakhouse polos that they wear as like the hostess that would be and just wear it as my shirt on the course. Maybe we go and we say like, hey, we are willing. We're literally willing. If you give us these shirts, we will wear them for free on the course. That's I, all we need. We just yeah, want to wear the I think they're still losing money on that one since we're not, you know, pulling any, <laughs> any true. clients. And but we, the three we could be. The three were, yeah. I, I mean, a win could go a long way. They would say it, that's exactly. Outback Steakhouse, Men's Warehouse, and <laughs> what was my third? Ah, oh. was it like Neo or something? No, it was Marshalls. Marshalls. And I don't know how we'd how we'd mix in Marshalls because you know I don't know if there's a Marshalls like logo for Marshalls, not like the store, but like a sh- they don't make clothes, right? Well, uh, no, but they sell cl- they sell like other clothes, obviously. But I don't. Think I want have, like, something that says Marshalls line. on it, though. I'm sure, like we can go in the in the store in Gloucester. I can be like, hey, look, look right where. Whatever you can give us right now, we're gonna be like the NASCAR. The NASCAR. You're gonna your oh, caddy yeah. suit is gonna be like a NASCAR. Covered, Co- absolutely covered. And only it's the gonna only the businesses incredible. we support. Yeah, it'll just be like twelve Outback Steakhouse logos, <laughs> and then like twelve of each just covering the thing. Yeah, like you won't see any white. It'll just be stitched logos on. Yes. So. Oh, I think. I mean, I just I had to call that out and bring light to it because it's an absolute genius idea. And I think if you put the pressure on in a passive aggressive manner like that and you say, let me help me help you, let me get the word out. And then maybe in the end you, you throw us a bone and you give us a $10 Marshall's gift card, yeah. you're throwing a blooming onion and whatever. And, you know, you give us a, a free suit or something for, yeah. for a week or something. I think Who it's knows? a genius idea. And I think I would say like the the amateurs in the golf world, if they're given like interviews and stuff and they want some free yeah. clubs throw in a little Titleist jab there, you know, your favorite brand. And I bet, I bet you the next day or so something will arrive at your doorstep. Not that that's legal on the amateur side of things, but who's going to know reverse sponsorship. That's all it is. I love it. Um, I'll jump right into the, into the joke. I think it's a better one than last week is what I was trying to get at. It has a little bit of a seasonal theme and I have faith. Okay. If April showers bring May flowers, what do May flowers? spring April shower. <laughs> if april showers bring may flowers what do may flowers bring i i have no idea i feel may like flowers oh the like may the, the may flower pilgrims ah yeah the mayflower <laughs> there you go pilgrims. i was thinking the boat i don't know why i didn't think of the people on the boat if April showers bring May flowers, what do May flowers bring? Pilgrims, the Mayflower. There you go. There you That's a it. good one. That's very Pretty astute. Good very astute. Wow. All right. Well, let's wrap the show up here with a little quote of the week. This one coming from the legendary Mia Hamm. Ooh. She says, I am building a fire, and every day I train, I add more fuel. At just the right moment, I light the match. That's amazing. And that'll do it, folks. As always, our guy, Pat from last year, 
Helena Soap. What's for lunch? T-double-B-L-C. Stay in your seat. What's for lunch today? Sazits. Brown bag, brown bag. The Brown Bag Lunch Crew.